0: Producer Joey V here. This episode of About the House is actually a video podcast. So in order to see all the cool visuals that Troy is talking about, type in this URL into your web browser. bit.ly slash Galloway Exteriors. bit.ly slash Galloway Exteriors. B-I-T period L-Y slash Galloway Exteriors. Just type that in. You'll see all the amazing stuff that we filmed for this episode. So thank you guys for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Well, hello, folks. Thank you for joining us today. This is I am Troy Galloway. I am the owner of Galloway Building Services, and we're going to do a fabulous show today. I'm really excited to share with you. Uh, you can kind of catch us on YouTube, you can catch us on Rumble, Facebook. I mean, we have it posted all over, and this is going to be a show on what is what we're looking at for commercial inspections we've done one on roofs this one's going to be now on commercial buildings but on the exteriors things that are you're looking for that you really are not going to you can't get on a home inspection or home inspectors are not really qualified to be looking for so this is what we we're going to be going through we're going to kind of just do a little slideshow here kind of hit each picture kind of talk about what's happening in the picture and you know hopefully what this will be when you get done with it you'll be seeing what you kind of need to be looking at too uh, if you can see the building when you're doing and ins- uh, when you're putting down a contract, but also kind of knowing what we're looking for and why commercial inspectors are different than home inspectors. Because face it, you know, actually the buildings are entirely different uh, for components and how they're going. And so what we're going to do is we're going to start with a siding and, and, and now siding. Uh, siding is actually, I'm labeling it under siding, but honestly, really what it is, is this exterior of the buildings, because uh, sometimes our siding is our total wall component. Uh, but so we're going to start with this first one right here. And I wanted to share with you, uh, I'm gonna drop down up here, and we got this first building. Is what we call it's a big warehouse office building here that we just inspected here all, about a year or so ago. And what now I want you to kind of look at it because it's a little different and it's called we call them pop ups. And what that basically is is they pour the concrete on the ground and then they raise the building of uh, the sections up and then join the sections all together. And as you can see in this building, you can see the div- lines that are actually of the forms you know that they put together and then we'll talk more about that as we go along uh, different types of systems like that but I want you to see that this is the pop-up building this is really popular in commercial buildings the trouble with pop-up buildings is they're not going to be your high-rise buildings Uh, we just don't normally see it that way in that kind of a building process so that's our first one right here Now let's move on down to the next picture here and I wanted to share with you now this is part of that pop-up building and uh, where they actually pour the concrete right on the ground and lift it up with a crane but you see we got these cracks underneath this window here. And with the cracks underneath the window, I just, the reason I took this picture for the, my customer was because this is showing us that we have some signs of some leakage. Uh, this is, these cracks, they're not going to be structural because they're not going to go all the way through, but it is causing some trouble. So we know we got some water leakage that needs to be attended to. So these are things that you want to be looking for with, all these types of different types of building uh, systems but this is showing up that happens even on pop-ups so a lot of times folks say that don't happen on that kind of a building system well this just goes to show that it absolutely does and there it is so let's move on down to the next picture here and I wanted to share with you what a combination. Now, this is a big, actually, this is a big Walmart uh or Walgreens, I guess it is, Walgreens building. And we have two different types of systems. This is a steel studded. Now, you can't see the steel studs, uh, but this is, st- and I know it because I've been in the building. But uh, this is a steel studded unit uh, building, framing. But on the outside of it, then they've put um, brick at the bottom, as you can see, and then on top you see Ephus, and that's another. So this is a combination. It's very important when you get these combinations of exterior cladding that's going on that they are they come together properly, uh, that they are watertight. Ephus, as we all know, has had some horrible problems back in the late 90s and the early 2000s we pretty much got that all worked out now I think the systems are really coming down well but when you join it with the brick then that adds another kind of um, issues or possible concerns that you better make sure that your inspector he knows what to be looking for and knows how these should be joined together very important So let's move on down to the next picture, and where I'm going to show you some brick. And you'll see this a lot of times on our big, long brick expansive buildings here. Uh, And what now this is a pop up here. This is a picture where they actually impregnated the form with a stamp. Which actually, then, what this stamp does is it makes this brick look like this. It's pretty cool how they do this, and this is really this. This is something that only a professional company's put together. But what I really wanted to share with you here is you see that 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 vertical line in between the brick. Well, what's going on with that right there is that's an expansion joint because when you get this. long sections like this, you're going to get this movement. And in order for this not to create other kinds of issues or problems or water damage, you got to have an expansion joint. Well, that expansion joint as you can see right here it needs resealed water is getting in behind this expansion joint so this is something that you want to be looking for and to take care of this also should be looked under as maintenance also Uh, but in a home building inspection these are things that we want to be looking for now we'll wander on down to the next picture and oh look at this one here folks this oh look at the brick on this one now this here, which it, is a really cool old building this building is probably a hundred and twenty hundred or thirty years old an old warehouse down in the city off of the river here actually this is in st louis city and uh, right along the river and uh i think the bricks held up pretty good for all these years but you see how what that's looking at well naturally you can see that you can see that there is a problem, but what is the problem? You know, you, because you don't want it to get any worse. So a good building inspector is going to be able to also help diagnose the problems for you. I know that a building inspector is just supposed to just acknowledge that there is a problem. But it's really nice, isn't it, to have somebody that knows what he's looking at that can help diagnose the problems so as that you can put a cost analysis behind it? Because you could just fix that brick, but if you don't fix the problem, you didn't fix anything. You just put a band aid on it and it's just going to get worse. It's going to happen again. And of course, and you can see up on the right hand side, you see that little star uh that that's that is something that we used to use in a lot of our older bricks, and we will talk about that, but what that is is a brace that helps hold our brick all together pretty cool uh and actually, on these stars, they get stolen a lot on our in our inner cities uh, because, and then they take them down there to the antique shops and sell them so if you got your stars missing off of there, you know, you can replace it with another piece of sheet metal by, or not sheet metal, but a piece of plate steel. But you can put that in there and take care of it, fix that. But the stars are decorative and it just also shows the age of the building because we just don't see that anymore. Let's move on down to the next picture here. And what you're looking at here is you can see that we've actually bricked in the window. Uh, that we had here at one time. You can still see the old lintel, and you can see that we've done this. Now, it looks to me like what we got is three different types, the times that we've actually bricked this in. And you see how that paint, they've painted this brick on that. And you see how that moisture has gotten in behind there and is blowing out that paint. Uh, so, you know, it's got a little bit of issues there, but these are some of the things that you're looking for. Now, this isn't as scary as the last picture, but it's something that we want to be concerned about on, especially on our brick buildings here. Now, brick, the thing with brick is, is that on our brick buildings that we have is that brick can only go so high. You cannot build a multi-story building. You know, I think, what, three, four levels is about all we ever go with with brick. Uh, and because of the, this brick, you only stack brick so far uh and then we start having other kind of issues now we're not going to hit on every bit of every single type of exterior cladding because we got steel cladding we got uh, we got some iron things uh, cladding out there i've seen in new york we so we got all kinds of different systems but i'm just trying to just give a quick brief view of the different popular more systems that we see more often than not so let's move on down here to the next one here and oh, and you can see now. Look at this picture here. And you can see how then of course, common sense says, wow, that needs mortar. Look at that. Look at that flat brick there. It's literally fell. You know, because of the mortars being missing out of it. Well, that that's that shows that this has been happening for a long time, and as you can see, it's above a window, so that's kind of a dead giveaway what's happening with that. And we're going to be going to windows here shortly and talk about windows too. But these are this is a dead giveaway here that you got some issues. Moisture is a, you know, I know we have to have moisture to make things grow, but buildings don't grow; they just deteriorate and Moisture is a big enemy for our buildings. All our buildings. Now let's move on down to metal buildings. Now this is a this a big old this was a warehouse, factory, and office building combination, And, and this is all steel. Uh, steel siding and so uh, this is real popular this is actually getting to be more and more popular on our industrial uh, commercial buildings and, and and check out one of our podcasts on about the house because we actually talk more about the different steel siding's out there that we have and uh, they help you well they, they, they it educates you deeper than what we're going to be getting into here uh, and about all types of that and advantages and such but steel siding it has its thing it has its advantages because it's cheaper and also it usually goes over a steel framed not steel studded but steel framed building which is also incorporated with some steel studs so it's pretty cool building and when we do an interior one, we'll go over that and we'll talk more about that stuff. But this is what we're looking at on our steel siding. See my window right here? And you see how underneath the our siding is going on top of our window, how the caulking is deteriorated, moisture's getting in through there. Uh I'm not so much worried about the moisture coming down through it as the wind's blowing into it, getting inside the building. And you can see on the left hand side that it needs to be sealed. Now you can't you can't see this because I'm doing on you know, this particular picture. But what I really want to share with you too is I, actually on this one here. It was rotted on the inside. It had so much moisture that now this part of the building was wood-studded framed, and the wood rotted. It just it was rotted away. So you, know, you know that's very important. You want to make sure that's all watertight, and. This one here is where we got two layers of roof, or two layers, of, okay, two different stories. I guess I should say first floor, second floor. In this case, it's just big old huge warehouse, so it's this sheet metal. The siding only has a certain length, a height that it can go up, and then you have to do the next level. But you know, so okay, so you're seeing that. Well, one of the things I want to share with you is I have screws that are already backed out of it. Not good. We don't want any screws backing out of that. Also, I would love to see my grooves of my siding be lined up for aesthetics. I think that's a little bit of sloppy workmanship right there. But I re- sloppy workmanship is, is okay. Well, that's that. But what we really want to make sure is that it's watertight and the screws out. Why? What's going on? That, you want to make sure you have a good understanding of what's happening. That's a good sign of something happening. Now, we're going to go over to cinder blocks. Cinder blocks is real popular. We still do, believe it or not, still do quite a bit of cinder block commercial building. Not as much as we used to, uh, but we still see a lot of it. Now, I wanted to show this picture because I wanted to share with you how, how see that crack coming down there, that, that vertical crack it's coming right, literally, it's coming up from our gutters. Well, that's telling me right now, I got moisture problems, or, or I have had problems. Uh, and it's gutters over leaked, or leaked, and water's coming down and freezing and thawing. But look at that, it literally had the force, that moisture water had the force to crack my concrete cinder blocks in half. Now, that's pretty strong to be able to do that. You could just imagine what's happening all the way through the building now structurally i'm not going to worry about it being a structural problem uh at, as at this point point. one good thing about cinder blocks is that using it it could be used for interior and exterior so it's kind of like a, a one shop uh application you know interior and exterior well, in a commercial building now you can always add you know other things to it to make it you know like wood labs and stuff so you can do your drywall if that's what you want depending on your application So let's move on down here to the next cinder block wall section that we've got a picture of. And you can see, look at this, look at the deterioration, look at this. And this has been neglected for a long time. This is kind of why I like to recommend that when you get a commercial building, you should have somebody like myself come and do pre-maintenance, I like to call them proactive maintenance uh so this doesn't get away from you because this is going to cost you more and more money as it gets worse and worse and you can see how bad this is getting now this one isn't having the blocks already cracked all the way through but wow you know uh, this is this is what you don't want now let's move on down here i'll show you another one here look at this concrete block look at this cinder block here look at that i mean it literally just come right down the seam and cracked that block in too i mean that's amazing the power of that isn't it It just uh, and, and so and it's something so simple see we've we've got in there and you can see the fresh mortar joints they've they've tuck pointed this but for some reason when they tuck pointed it either the problem wasn't corrected and we still had this here crack in our cinder block right down the center of the block it, it just just what power what power that has all right, so, oh, I want to share with this one here. This is a good one here. Somebody took these cinder blocks and they put foam underneath it. Now, the foam, I was joking with the buyer that that foam is not going to hold that block up. Well, no, that foam's not going to hold that block up. That block actually is being used as a header. Uh, you know the hold that load bearing up well there's that's not that's not a load bearing head a lintel, uh which we're going to talk about lentils in a little bit because that's very important but you can see this is why you need to get them commercial buildings inspected. you can see right there that's falling what do you think that your insurance company's going to say if that falls on somebody's head <laughs> especially a, well whether it be your customer or one of your employees that's not good and you can see that's dropped quite a bit. And uh, that foam, I don't even know what to say about that. I guess it's helping doing something, you know. Maybe if the foam falls first before the block does, when it hits you in the head, it helps soften it. I don't know. I don't know. But there you go. Uh, you just see some crazy stuff out here. Sometimes you just can't make this up. You know, I do a vi- I'm do. going to do a video on that. You just can't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. All right. So here is another one of our sightings that are very uh, that we see a lot of. And this is uh you got a combination going here with uh, they actually made some fake stucco on top of our wood siding. Now, this is wood. this is fur uh plywood. sometimes they actually used to use a particle board uh particle board' gonna, masonite made a particle board they 're not the only ones masonite 's the one everybody hears about because they got sued uh, because of the deterioration. but uh, you can see this is this is so far gone there 's no fix in this siding and i did this one for an out of country inspect uh, company that was buying this building and they never got of course naturally when they're looking at the pictures on the internet when they're putting a bid on the property they don't see any of this so you can see how important that is to have somebody come out there and take a look at it and tell you whether this is even uh, salvageable or not but look at the base of that there wood siding you know they got the sod right up against the bottom of that wood siding well what the heck man do you think that's not gonna cause water issues and and, and that wood's not gonna wick that up. And then if you look on the right hand side of it, you see where that's got terraced where that water's coming down from the neighbors right onto this property, this guy's property. So he just ended up just causing himself more trouble. Or the neighbor did one or the other, but but he should have held that building up. You're supposed to be having it you know you want six to eight inches above grade, not in the dirt, because that's what you get when you got in the dirt. So let's move on down to the next one here. Oh, and I wanted to share with you what it shows when you got two different building components. Remember we talked about the stucco or the EIFS and the brick. Well here you got cinder block and the wood siding. Well, think about this. So I have cinder block. Cinder block's a very porous material and it's made, it's kind of like a sponge and absorbs moisture. Well, then when you got that butted up against something like wood, and this one here, this is wood. This is plywood uh, and uh, it's a fur type material. But you see how it's deteriorated. You've got to have an expansion type joint or something in between that doesn't allow for that wicking to occur. These are things that you want to be picked up on in your building inspection. This right here, in a nutshell, you want that picked up in your building inspection. Then we're going to move on down here to the next one here, next picture, and this shows here my siding is just deteriorated. Once again, you can kind of really see where it's coming from, can't you? You can see it's coming from the gutter and coming on down and deteriorated. And it's still salvageable, but uh, you might have to just replace a piece of wood or two. But you know that's. But my biggest thing is, is what's behind that. If I could see this on the outside, what am I need to be looking on in the inside? And a good inspector, good building engineer is going to know, which uh, we do a lot of engineering work. We're going to have to know to look inside to figure out what is going on with that problem. So let's move on down to the next one here. And let's go into doors because this is some of the things we're looking at when we're doing a building inspection. Uh, the exterior is our doors. Now, that's just nothing wrong with that door. Just gonna, it's just a picture of a door. Uh, but let's move on down here to the next one here of my door and you see this is you see my door is a big old wooden heavy doors and double acting doors and you can see that top of the door how it's not even with the other door it's like falling well you know this is showing we got some issues you know and that's probably that's my primary door the one that's sagging primary door meaning the door that's most used uh, the other is a secondary door so you can open them both up to move stuff in and out but other than that, it looks pretty good, and uh, you know, and sadly, on them heavy old doors like that, that happens, you know. But you know, but you'd like to know why it's happening, right? So you could be corrected. Move on down here. Oh, look at there! Look at that! Look at look at that! Is that? Uh, that is just totally rotted away. Some more of this fake stucco kind of thing. You got moisture issues got in there. It's rated out. It's rotted out my trim. It's a uh, god. It's inside of there. I got pictures of another video here that we're going to be doing about how it's rotted away the header and it's sagging. And uh, actually, it looks better on the outside than it does on the inside. If you can believe that. Uh, but you can just see right there, now them doors are no longer. It's so bad, you can't open them doors up anymore. So they the, the owners just blocked it all off. Of course, they're glass doors, so um, might, might as well just secure them and keep everybody out. Now, here's on all in commercial buildings. We have steel frames on our exterior and also a lot of times on our interior walls. But on our exterior walls, on our doors, especially our single or double acting service doors, we have, they're all steel framed. But this is what you're looking for. See how that is? It's rusted away. And uh, so this is, its this is not, this can be corrected and fixed, but it's getting pretty close to where it can't be and what i'm also once again anytime so i like to look at the exterior i like to look at my roof i like to look at my exterior so when i go inside a building i know what i'm looking for and it kind of takes it a little bit further and sometimes i got to come back outside to look around again so i can go back and forth to kind of figure out what's happening but you see so at the base of it i got problems and then on the left hand where the brick is meeting the steel frame well remember we talked about the two different types of components building components steel versus the brick brick is a poor material it's causing us some little moisture issues here so this is what you want to look for of course you could also see on that one what we're going to talk about in a few minutes here how that brick or that concrete i'm sorry my concrete floor here uh, sidewalk how it's deteriorated probably from salts and such you know from people Salt and I'm down to keep the ice off of it because this isn't a Midwestern job, so we do get a lot of snow. Now, let's move on down to the next one here, and I want to talk a little bit about our door closers. Now, I know this is kind of in between interior, out but it's exterior, interior. But look at it. Oh, what I really wanted to share with you, you just don't see an old door closer like this anymore. That was pretty cool. That's an old door closer. You know, and what's really cool about this one is it still was working just fine. But that's what we want to look at. We want to make sure our closers are working. We want to make sure that they're strong enough to shut the door, not slam the door. Just shut the door. You don't want to slam it on your people when they walk through it. You don't want your consumers hit in the back or your employees getting hurt. Uh, and they can be adjusted, uh, but sometimes the air, the air inside them are just gone and they can't be adjusted anymore. So you know you want to be looking at that. And actually, this is on an old laundromat that we did an inspection on, uh, and I wouldn't doubt this thing is not. 80 90 years old that door closer so i hope i look that good when i reach that age move on down my next one here and here it is now here we have an exterior door that somebody has used a residential material well, I highly recommend you don't do that, and I think this picture pretty much explains why that's not a good idea. But see how that skin on, exter- on our steel doors like that? That's just a steel. That's just a skin, and then you got foam inside of it. Then you got wood that's going around that holds it all. It's kind of like encompasses it all. So them are all. These are what's happened when you got that. And I love that doorstop. You know, now that's one doorstop. That concrete block that 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 looks good that that looks like guy's doing a great job. uh, the door won't stay up all by itself, <laughs> but that concrete block's forever. Oh, I need to tell you a story about the my brother in law he 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 gave me one of them door stops like this for a boat anchor because I kept losing my boat anchors. <laughs> oh, that's how he gave me that concrete block. I never dropped, and lost another boat anchor <laughs> anyway, that was funny. We still laugh about that over the holidays, so when we're talking about doors, we also got to talk about garage doors, you know, and our service doors, our warehouse doors. And we do check all of them, too. And you want to make sure they're functional and that they're, they're operating fine, you know, because that's very, you know, if we're going to get our equipment in and out of there. That's very important. So we'll move on down to the next picture here. Now, look here, you know, it looks like, I you know, see that big dent in the door here. Well, that dent right there showing right there that somebody has run into that a few more times than they should. And once is too many. uh But in this case, the door was still working. That's important. The little dent in the door. Well, you know, in this case, it's at the back of the building off a loading dock. It's going to happen again. But, you know, uh, but these are what you want to look for. Make sure so when you get your building inspection, you want to know hey, do I got any damaged garage doors? So, now we'll move on down to windows. I'm going to do a real little bit on windows. This is on an old building down in the inner city again. And uh and we got all kinds of different window systems. Once again, we talk about windows, check us out our podcast called About the House. Uh you can get that on YouTube or Facebook, Rumble, all over. And uh and we talk more into detail about that kind of stuff. But what I'm want to share here again, just what we're looking for in a commercial inspection. So let's move on down to the next picture and which is a picture of that. And you see my glass block window, great, it's very nice, you know, I love them glass block. We do, we use glass block a lot because we want the light, the illumination to come in, but we also want to make sure people's not going to break in. And you're not going to really break a glass block window very easily to crawl through. And if you do, you're only going to break one at a time. But what I wanted to share with you is that a couple of things happening here. Number one, I wanted to show you the grout lines between the glass block, the glass blocks themselves, and see how the mortar's coming out of them. They mortar them just like they do brick uh, or block, and uh, but you can see it's deteriorated, it's coming out. Uh, that that's showing me that we got some issues that need to be attended to. Now you look at the glass block where it meets the brick on the, you know, further in through the picture and you see where my caulking is coming out, you know, so these are things that you want to know, Hey, how much am I going to have to pay to get this exterior cleaned up and be taken care of? So I don't have problems. No, that's what you're looking at and in this case that's pretty easy fix and pretty relatively cheap now let's move on down to the next one right here for on windows and i wanted to share a co- there's a few things happening with this now you look where my we call it glazing my glass meets the steel frame see that and you see on that one corner right here and uh you see how it's missing the weather stripping well common sense says moisture's getting in there and in this case, this moisture in this one here was we, we, weeping or we, wicking all the way into the building. And I could pick up the mold that was inside that's happening around that on the drywall. So, and this is where it's coming from. And then you see on your steel framing here, the window itself, you see that it needs cocked up. But then you go to the far right hand side of this picture and you see where the framing of the window meets the seal or the, and you see where that needs sealed up or caulked up. And that's very important. This is not really bad yet, but it's getting there. And this is not a real old building, but I would say this building is probably about 20 years old. So, you know, it definitely needs some attention. But what happened with this window here, why you see that weather stripping look like this on this one is because when they put the new piece of glass in, apparently the glazier did not put the right size weather stripping in. And that's a problem. So let's move on down to the next one here. And that's a better picture of that right there. And you see where the weather stripping meets, the, uh, you see where the weather stripping meets on a steel frame, the glass and, and the frame meets and right there in the corner. Of of that, you see that's an opening where the water's getting into it. You then you see on my steel, my framing where the metal framing is. You see where that is all got opened up, and you can see water into that. We can get into that, and then of course my seal right there. Where, I mean, it, we even got debris in there. Look at that. You can actually see right into this picture where people's they got leaves and stuff. Well, you know that's definitely not good, but that's what you're looking for. Now let's kind of keep on down here. Take a look at this one here. Ah, uh, here's one that's been of steel framing, and we talked about this and the moisture issues. Well, this is where it's starting to starting to show some damage, and uh, it's starting to, even that old iodized material starts deteriorating, and that's what's happened here. It's starting to get some deterioration, and uh, you know that's um, it's what you want to look for, and it's you know it's pretty common on a lot of these older buildings. So we're going to move on down and to the next picture here, because we talked about the lentils. This a lintel. See that there? Actually, that's a piece of steel that goes inset into the. See on this one here, you can see that rusting right there on our lintel, and that goes across and it holds up my masonry, and it's. Uh, then they use that until everything sets up. Well, what happens is, is if you do not keep them lentils. Uh, primed or painted sealed whatever word you want to use then they get rusty when that starts rusting that metal expands when that metal expands from that rust then it blows out the mortar it blows out the mortar then it creates then uh, i got water issues and so and then it rusts even more i cannot tell you how many times i've actually told people your lentils are shot in this old building you're going to have to replace the lentils that's a big cost big cost you don't want that's something you don't want to have to find one and you don't want to be surprised now let's move down to our electric and uh this is a nice winter day now this electric don't look so bad you know i don't like seeing the rust on coming down but this one does it looks really really bad you can see some of my wires are starting to fray and we'll go to the next picture here where you can show a little bit better with that and uh, now this is important this is a very costly fix and you can see where the sheathing going around my power my service coming in is deteriorated now this one's not to the point of being totally gone yet but there are some municipalities that they they would not allow this to be they make you repay make you pay to get that replaced ah as an expensive fix because that's some high power going into there you gotta and you're not this is not a do-it-yourselfer project so this is important to at least get you want to see this on your report what's the condition of this very very important now let's move on down to the next picture lighting we're looking at our all our electrical outside well you know best now lighting now with our lighting we're kind of limited here now like on this one this street this sign right here we can turn this on we can see it the best we can but the main thing is is oh say if it's got a light bulb out i might not necessarily pick it up during in the daytime as easily as i could in the evening but light bulbs is not your problem you want to make sure it lights up light bulbs they go out you don't want to have one that's missing power and this one here it literally had no power going to it something happened between point a to point b and they no longer had any power going out to it so let's go down to the next one here and this is outside my outside lights now a lot of my outside lights are dusk to dawn lights you're not going to be able to actually get good pictures of dusk to dawn lights because if during the daytime because naturally they're not going to be turned on so i if there is a question or a doubt or a suspicion i highly recommend that you ask the sellers to take pictures of all the dusk lights at nighttime so you know that they're working and uh or you know we can actually go out there too if that's what you want now, we're going to move over here, and we're going to kind of get down to the end of this here, but parking lots and loading docks. Now, we hit, we touched space a little bit on garage doors, so we're not going to do that, but you see where this one here had the old garage service door, garage door blocked up. This is an old warehouse, again, down in the city, right off the river, and I I wouldn't doubt this building is 100-some years old, maybe 150 years old. Really cool building and uh, but you can see that uh, you know you got some issues happening that's what you want to be looking for see what condition it is move on down to the next one of parking lots now you see this one's a good one right here and uh, the parking lot okay and this one here you got some crackage on our blacktop asphalt and you might want to think about one day it's going to probably need restriped you know all of this adds up but these are things that you're looking for and actually, this one doesn't look so bad that, you know, that it has to be attended to immediately, but it will be. Now, come up on this next picture of this asphalt, you know, and, uh, of course, the car. I don't know what that car driver's thinking of. He just totally missed that yellow line. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. We, you know, that's so irritating, isn't it? Somebody hogging up the spots. But anyway, regardless of that, that's not what we're here for. But I want to share with that crackage. Look at that. Now, this one's pretty bad. This one's starting to show some real wear and tear. And uh, this one is, uh, when you get this crackage like this, this is going to start blowing out. And you see these sections that are cracked up? These will pop on you. And uh, then you're going to have to have it re-asphalted. So uh, you'd have to ask your asphalt company if he comes out to reseal that. Do you think that, would he warranty it? Or how long would he warranty it for? Or do you think you need to replace that section? because these are that's important let's move on down to the next one and you see how bad they can get see how that one is and they literally have just patched it up here a little bit patched it up a little bit there and uh, that's what happens when you don't keep them resealed and they just totally blow out just what a mess and We also are looking out, you know, like this one here. This about by the loading dock, and I got our trash bins. All this stuff is important, Uh, making sure that it's secure. In this particular application, it is an old Walgreen. It's a Walgreens, and it's down in the inner city area again. And it's in a place that, honestly, you want to make sure it's safe and secure because. Sadly, we got homeless that live in here, and in this particular building, we did have homeless living back up inside of these shelters. Uh, heaven forbid, you know. I feel so sad for them folks, but you know, that's we don't we don't need them on our property where we could be sued. Well when we move on to drainage you know we talked about that a lot about the crackage and stuff and so this is a good example good old copper gutters last forever see how they're cracking up right here and they just and keep them resealed you can even see where the water's run down behind them they really important to keep them sealed We'll move on down here and you can see right here now uh where's see how that drought downspout is is dropping right onto the ground. It's not going onto any concrete, and it's hit that asphalt, and that asphalt has gotten a freezing and thawing. Now it's all gone. It's broken up. So you want some drain tile or you want some splash blocks, but get that water away from your building. You know, even if, no matter what, get that water away from your building so you don't have other concerns uh, getting inside of your basement or underneath that freezing thawing up underneath their foundation walls. So, you know, that's a big issue. Now, we also want to look at protrusions, all protrusions that are coming through the building. And uh, so this isn't drainage issues at at all, but they definitely are things that we want to look at. And, uh, you know, you just see what kind of condition that it's in. Because everything that comes on the outside is going to be coming inside. I see somebody's out there smoking a cigarette. So that don't make us no difference anymore. And see, look at this protrusion where the stovepipe's coming through. And see all the water and stains. And Look at that, isn't it? Now that's a mess, my friends. That's a mess. And that's a big problem and uh this is they got some serious work and they and they bet and what they got is they got two different three different types of materials that are not working together you got your cinder blocks you got your metal stove pipe and then you got whatever this is that they used in between as a buffer well apparently that stove pipe as it swells up it didn't have any room for expansion and so it blew it out and now you see moisture's coming down it that's a problem uh, you want to make sure that's all taken care of well folks that takes care of it kind of takes you down a little bit of a, a trip of what we should be looking for when we're doing an ex- building a commercial building inspection some of this the some of the things that you need to it's important that you need to be knowing about when you get your report what it is on the exterior that you're looking for What's big, what's not, and we're going to get into a lot more detail on a few other videos. But this will kind of help guide you into what we're trying to do. And uh, look forward to our next one on interiors. There's a lot going to be a very good one on that one, too. And but if you ever have any questions, give me a call. You know, I have people call me all the time just asking, you know, hey, Troy, what about this? What about that? I don't charge anything for asking questions. And if you're a past customer of ours, i am your building consultant you have a building engineer that's a building inspector that was in your corner that's here to help you anytime whether it's your construction problems that you may have or you want to make sure it's the right products being used for that application i'm your guy and uh, hey you ain't going you're not going to get me any cheaper than you're going to get me on your building inspection so folks thank you for watching appreciate it very very much Again, I'm Troy Galloway, owner of Galloway Building Services. Give us a call. You can find us out on our webpage at www.gallowaybuildingservices. As a matter of fact, you can find us on YouTube under Building Science, under our radio podcast about the house. tons of information. We've got hundreds of videos out there, maybe getting close to a thousand by now of different podcast and radio shows uh, and, uh, and our YouTube videos. so check us out, learn and call. You got my phone number. It's all associated with this. And if you like this video, which I know you will, hit like and subscribe. That really helps us. Give us a call. Galloway Building Services. Thank you. Have a great day.